Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review, where tonight it is the Liverpool 2 Newcastle United 1 uh, match review. This should be a spicy show. Uh, lots of different opinions on what happened yesterday. Uh, you'll get my opinion, you'll get Stato's, you'll get Billy's, um, and we'll get all yours as well. Uh, just be respectful in the comments, guys. Uh, we're not going to chuck out anybody who's got a different opinion to ours, etc. Um it's 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 a debatable show. There's lots of different opinions about what happened yesterday, um, so we will get into that. But if you do enjoy tonight's show, guys, as usual, hit the. What was that, Billy? Isaac Hayden's having a medical alluvion ahead of a that, loan move. Yeah, good on him. Uh, it'd be a really good move for him. Uh, yeah, so hit the like button if you do enjoy the show, guys, and of course, uh, if you're new to the channel and you like what you see, please hit the subscribe button. We're less than 250 subs away now from 23,000. Uh, so please do, if you're new, hit that subscribe button, as well as the notification bell as well, which will let you know when we go live or we upload any future videos. Right, let's dive in. Um, you guys did the watch along yesterday. Um, we may as well get straight into the clucks of it. Uh, the substitutions, Billy, in, the, in your opinion, did the substitutions naff things up for us, basically? I think so, absolutely. Mm. I thought they gave Klopp license to gamble. Um, I thought the substitutes that came on weren't good. But when they came to the pitch, they didn't perform, any of them. Um, and it all added up to, you know, a pretty poor result in the end, which we shouldn't have got. We should have won the game. We deserved to win the game. Uh, they we, came didn't take our, we didn't take the chances that we had. Um, had, had we taken them... <laughs> Uh, obviously, we would have, you know, Alisson's save from, from, from Miggy in the first half was a worldie. Um, you know, you could say, you know, he made his own look with that by hitting it onto the bar and then he managed to palm it away. Miggy hits the post in the second half, but he also missed some dreadful chances as well. And if we're not going to put those chances away, you're going to get punished at this level. It's as simple as that. Uh, we threw the game away, in my opinion, completely threw it away. We all felt in the ground yesterday that that was coming, Alex, uh, that, that, that towards the sort of... 75th minute, Klopp gambled with everything he had. It paid off for him, but we could see it coming. For some reason, we started going back to those days of passing it around the back four really slow, when normally we expect a lot quicker from the from the defenders passing into transition going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the second goal is because Target and Burn are playing, and mm. we saw that exposed um, at the back end of of house first season that that pass through it was either the dink over the top or the pass in the space um it was exploited between burn, burn and target and we saw it unfortunately we saw it again yesterday um so distracted by some outrageous comments in the chat we'll we'll let mods deal with that um so yeah in terms of substitutions as well yeah we were passing it around at the back I, th I think the the botman thing was unfortunate uh, and then the the injury was just one of those things. And I think that's why we conceded the second goal. Um, so substitutions. <laughs> Devil's advocate here. Uh -oh. Sports science team know considerably more than we do, as do anybody working in the coaching staff. Um, why, why do we think Tenali and Gordon have gone off? Because they went off last game as well. So it's not just a random substitution. This is two games in a row. Um, and and if, if I'm not wrong, possibly even Villa, I'd have to double check. I think it was Villa as well. So this is three games in a row. We've made a similar substitution. I would I would say there's a fair bet that it's because they are meant to play those minutes at this point in time. 
they've obviously been cleared for, okay, if you're going to use Gordon in this way, this is roughly how many minutes you're going to get, get out of him, 60 to 70 minutes on the nose. And it's been like that for the first three for the first three fixtures. And there were signs of cramp when he came off, to be completely honest. Tenali, not really signs of cramp, uh, but he has come off at that sort of time frame in the last three games as well. Uh, so I, I don't feel like... I feel like people need to take a step back. You know, we're all we're all cleverer than this. You you guys have been following the channel for a long time. We talk about things. Eddie Howe's not an idiot, nor are the coaching staff. Why would they make those substitutions? Right, um, but I'll also say, Alex, he takes Tenali off <clears throat> for Sean Longstaff. I'm sorry, but Elliot Anderson should have been on. There's no doubt in my mind that he should have been on for Tenali. Elliot Anderson is primarily played as a, as a winger and as an attacker. he's played there before, field. Alex. There's no reason to bring Longstaff on at all when we're trying to, you know. Well, there is. You've got to you've got to look at it from a coaching perspective. Sean Longstaff did very well as a rotational defensive midfielder last year and has pedigree, lots of appearances in the Premier League. He's got to trust who he's got available. Now, however, now that's happened, maybe he will he will agree with you. Maybe he will make an alternate substitution in the in the future because I don't think Sean Longstaff was very good when he came on. Um, well, he wasn't disciplined, was he, Alex? He came on and ran around as a number ten for most of it. He yeah. did. 100%. Uh, my my, my point about course. the substitutions is against Man City last week, you could understand it. We were chasing the ball. We were going to be more tired. Yesterday, we played against 10 men for an hour. Shouldn't have been, shouldn't, the results must have, should have been much different to what they were the week before, fitness wise. Well, the thing is, Tonali's come off, right? And you're saying about minutes played. Tonali is fit as a fiddle. He played in the summer. He's, it's not like he's been missing football I, I for weeks it's on different, end. It's different football. Under Alex, 21s he didn't, even, the he didn't even look tired. He was controlling that midfield yesterday. He was bossing it. And if there was one of the two to come off, it should have been Bruno. And he I, ended I up making the mistake agree. for I the second agree. goal. Well, Why I, would I'm you not, take I'm your not best disagree with the coaching off, Alex? Staff, There's no but... sense to it. There is, because if, if they've been told this is how many minutes Tonali needs to play, take him off. They don't want to injure one of their biggest assets. He's a young lad, man. He's not gonna he's not gonna be yeah, unfit but... to play 90 minutes of no, football. You you saying oh he's a young lad, mate, doesn't make a difference. If the sports scientists who are better than you and I are saying that, you listen but to this them. This is where this is where sports science is an ass because no two games are the same. We played against 10 men for now. We had the ball for 80% of the time. We weren't That's chasing true. the ball. There was so, no need to take Tenali. Manager, off. fair enough. Sports scientists. As far as yesterday can go, it's 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 a grey area because, as I say, it's a different game to the week before where we did win our arses off. That's yesterday we didn't. You can't. You well, can't. Let, let, let's just see what some of the chat is saying because uh, mm. Thomas says Bruno looked the most lethargic. Look, I thought Bruno was actually better than he's played in the prior games. However, I still don't think he's at full pelt yet. But he was the one that instead of just knocking it back to 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 share or burn, who were in a position to receive the ball, he gave it away trying to. And outside, Alex, you can shake your head. It was a mistake. He shouldn't have done that. But then, what the hell is Dan Byrne doing? He's looking right no, at I'm, me. I'm looking at the chat. I'm just, I'm just looking at saying Eddie Howard just Bru made Bruno, a mistake. Bruno gave the ball away. I actually don't blame Dan Byrne for that because there's no way Dan Byrne expects Bruno to do that, and that's why he's so deep. Well, maybe so. Uh, Mansell says Miggy needs to be dropped. Bruno needs to be dropped as well. Paul says I agree with you. Uh, Paul uh, Tangy says, Alex, that was Longstaff last year. This season and preseason, Longstaff has been awful. Um, oh, I agree with that. I agree with that. And that's that's why I've said, though, um, as Paul said, Anderson maybe is going to be a bit more of a thought in the future because there is Longstaff's let, let him down on a few occasions now in the last, what, eight weeks, six weeks? Um, 
how long is it before he goes, all right, Sean, it's not. But this is the right problem the people have got. Eddie Howe um, keeps on making the same substitutions, which are very, which other managers are now picking up on. They can see what Newcastle are going to do. It's like for like every time and there's no difference. And that has to change, which is why I said that Eddie will have a, it was a, it was a big learning curve for him yesterday, not to do that all the time. I'm not sure uh, it was a learning curve. I'm sure it was just, it was just taking the advice of his coaching staff and team as a unit, these are the recommendations. These are the suggestions. Well, I'm going to go with what we've been doing and what's worked. I'm not sure that it was, he's just gone, I'm going to randomly make these two subs because of this tactical but implication. But they made no sense, Alex. That's what we're saying. They made no that's, sense. That's why they didn't make sense because there's obviously more to it. Clearly, mm. he's not insane. He's not a bad manager. No, I'm not saying that, that in the wildest dreams. Look, everybody's going to make that, mistakes, and I think that's where people... Well, I think he's just taken the recommendations of, and suggestions of the entire coaching staff, whether it's who should be playing, how many minutes, how do they need to be managed. I feel like it's a group thing. We can't just say how. It's the entire coaching staff are a part of this. Mm. Um, and I think now, yeah, maybe he's going to take that upon himself to make more of his own decision and say, right, should we try and risk an extra player for 15 or 20 minutes for tactical reasons? Um, we need to win the game. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think they've just gone with the, gone with the group decision as a unit, as a coach, as a coaching team together. I, I feel like just, just attacking Eddie Howe is a little bit naive. No, Eddie Howe at the end of the day, he is the manager, so he takes the responsibility, doesn't he? That that happens in football. You know, whatever happens, mistakes or, you know, or good things happen, the manager takes the plaudits, the manager takes the criticism, despite what the coaching staff oh, 100%. may say. Um, Which is why he, phrase, he might make a different decision next time, well, because... Hopefully so. Uh, to coin a phrase, says, bollocks, I agree 100% with Paul. Shana says, Stato, are you drinking the Kool-Aid? Uh, Paul Tully says, Alex, that is 100% nonsense. You guys aren't privy to the coaching staff conversations. So you don't know what's true and what's not. This is all speculation. Well, th this is just their opinions. I'm not Two saying I'm in. right. I'm saying that there could there could be differences. So let's take a step back. Uh, if Howe makes another clanger like that, uh, he'd be gone. Alex is sniffing glue. Well, uh, I think you're sniffing absolute nonsense, nonsense mate. San if, if you lose to Brighton, you think Howe's getting sacked? Mate, Santa, jog on. What are you talking about? I think about? if he loses to Brighton, there'll be a little bit of pressure under I his collar, but definitely pressure. not getting sacked. Well, I think it'll be under pressure. Yeah, think uh, under pressure. Santos says, oh, please, they're professional athletes. Um, Luke says, uh, should subs be that scripted? Uh, James says, 90 minutes every game might only keep him fit for 25. 70 minutes, he can play 50. Uh, you die they're on they're that field, not saving clear for the next coming. game. That uh, is a fair point. Our subs are becoming predictable. That's a fair point. Niall says, I'm sorry, Alex, you're wrong for once. Um, well said, Paul says, Bill. Uh, David says, sports science with laughing emojis. Uh, Captain Fish says, uh, guys, happened to us what we did to Brighton on the summer series. Uh, for us was Anderson. For them, it's Nunes. Um, Stiff says, a valuable lesson for how uh, moving forward. The subs were a mistake, and I'm sure nobody's kicking how more than how himself. Uh, we and he will be better this longer term. Uh, David says, uh, then why are we signing players who can only play one-hour matches? That's ridiculous. He could play 90 minutes and should not have been taken off whilst controlling the match. Well, funny uh, that. Well, look at Gordon. Gordon's constantly taken off after 60, 65 minutes. They're different players, though, Alex. Alex is winning up, he's winning up and down the wing all day. You know what I mean? Look, if Gordon had cramp, I understand that, right? That That's fair enough. Um, I still think he could have got another 10 minutes out of Gordon. He, he, he pulled him off too early. And he did the same with Tonali. Tonali, there's no reason. And I don't care what sports scientists say. You know, he's a footballer. He's a professional athlete. Is it, 
who is who is at the top of his fitness. Is it not that he's trusted those substitutions and they've let him down? Is it not that now Longstaff... Absolutely. Listen, trusted, I, 100%. Yes, the players need to take some kind of... He's gone, yeah. right, Sean, you got us to a cup final. You're a good lad. You've played a lot of... You've got a lot of Premier League appearances. He's trusted Sean to come on and, and help in the midfield. And it's not it's not worked again. Sean's really struggling at the moment. Fair enough, we're playing some better teams. But, you know, it's a... Comp- I think it's it's more than just Eddie Howe made, made a mistake. It's He's trusted players to go out there and do something. Um, you know, Listen, he, I agree. this is the reason he's gotten so much out of the players because mm. of that belief and trust. It's not going to work every time, and it didn't work this time. He's trusted somebody like Sean to come on and make a bit of a difference. But Sean it has looked poor, all. Alex. This, this is um, my point. I, I agree. Sean's I agree. Very poor in preseason day. and in the first three games, yet he still brings him on. I, I don't get it. I don't get this. You know, if he's not playing very well, he shouldn't be put on the pitch. It's as simple as that. Um, Tide, thank you for your 499 super chat. He says, if players can't play a full 90 minutes once a week, what is the point in paying them millions of pounds? Uh, it's not Spike, about that. They're not robots. Spike says, uh, thank you for your 10 pound spike. In my opinion, these subs killed our game. And Ian Fleming, thank you for your five pound. He says, I agree with you, Paul. We were controlling the game with Tenali and Gordon playing. We lost momentum when they went off. Uh, well, that's yeah. true, though. I agree with that. I agree with that. That is exactly what happened. You are both 100% right. All I'm saying is, are there reasons for the substitutions that we we're not considering? Is it just Eddie Howe's got no, tactical genius? Responsibility you know, as well. Of course, it's going to work. Those I, think time, to... I think the time's come now as well to put a proper left back in because Anthony Gordon was doing the work of two men yesterday. Well, listen, we'll come on to that in a minute because I'm sick to death of people digging me about Dan Byrne, but I've seen plenty of support for me this afternoon, uh, but we'll come on to that. Uh, Santos says, Alex, you can't assume that the sports scientists have given these instructions. We're not privy to any of that. I'm not assuming. I'm just... But you guys are assuming that that hasn't happened and that Howe's just gone, oh, I'm going to make these two magical tactical changes and it's not worked. But they weren't Nobody tactical, else... though. It was like for like. Except Longstaff went on a headless chicken run all the time. And well, yeah, it, it was tactical in the sense of bringing fresher players on to to try and shore it up. That that was what that you know. But we don't know that. We don't know what was privy behind closed doors either. So we can't say that I'm right, he's right, he's right, Eddie Howe's right or wrong. We don't know exactly what what went on in terms of why the substitutions happened. And again, it's another thing that the journalists need to try and press so we can get some interesting answers as fans. Um, they won't. <laughs> no, they won't. But yeah. it's what we could do with, really. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Kelvin says, uh, I really don't blame it all on Eddie. That first team should have killed the game off. I agree with that. Look, look. as much as we can say about the substitutions were puzzling, you know, those players on the pitch had opportunities to to, to, to bury the game, to, to put Liverpool out of sight. You know, you look at Miggy's efforts, then you look at Harvey Barnes. Why did he not square it to Callum Wilson, who was clean through on goal? I will mm-hmm. never know in a million years. It was poor. And it, listen, Barnes was terrible when he came on, in my opinion. Did did absolutely sweet nothing. Um, and, I agree with that. You know, that's let Eddie Howe down as well, because I'm sure Eddie Howe would have thought that Harvey Barnes would come on the pitch for Anthony Gordon, similar sort of player, run at the defenders. Look, the bottom line is, Trent Alexander-Arnold was on a yellow card. Now, we'll, we'll talk about that later on, about his second, should he have been booked again. But he was still on the pitch when Harvey Barnes came on. So go and run at him. Cause him all sorts of problems like Anthony Gordon did and make him put a foot in and do some trickery. Make him lunge in and, and get a second yellow. You know, put Harvey him Barnes under pressure. Hard. Harvey Barnes Be- got no pace. Because he's, so I think he's, he's, a, yesterday. he's, not he's a terrible fullback. He is terrible. He's a Harvey good Barnes footballer going forward. 
Harry Barnes has no pace, I'm afraid. Well, no... I know. Uh, Call Me Swift says, Dan Byrne has been brilliant, but he goes too far forward and doesn't have the pace to get back. Look, Dan Byrne, right? I don't care if people come at me saying, oh, I've got a vendetta against Dan Byrne. He was shocking yesterday, right? He was shocking. I watched him in the first half four times. He came barreling forward for no apparent reason, completely out of position, and let Liverpool break on the right-hand side. And you know who the player was that covered his ass time after time after time was Anthony Gordon. Now, you can say what you want about Dan Burns being brilliant for us. Yes, he has. But we are now going to that next level where we need to take on the likes of Manchester City and Liverpool. And Dan Byrne at left-back is simply not good enough. It's just fact. Well, you know, he's he was he's fine yesterday. for certain fixtures, but not, not Liverpool. I mean, but did, did you guys not... I, mean, I don't know whether you did on the comment, whether the I, cameras I know would exactly show it. what you're on about, where he kept vacating that space and there was a yeah. big right side for them to drive into. I but he was vacating agree. the space where he had no chance of winning the ball. That was my point. You know, he was coming in, in, in and trying to win though, the ball. In his defence, I mean, I can't believe I'm actually defending it here, but the ones I can remember where he'd started a little one-two, he'd run up the pitch, and somebody else has just lost the ball generically. So... He's making that run under the assumption that we're not going to absolutely fumble an easy pass. Um, we did keep losing the ball sloppily, which means then Dan Burns, you know, that's kind of why. So even if it was a younger fullback like Lewis Hall, he's going to make that same run up the pitch. And if we lose the ball, he's going to have to do the same run back. He's just going to be able to do it slightly quicker, I guess. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, yeah, Burn doesn't recover. But we know he's not fast enough. We we probably we need to try and retain the ball better. If we're going to use the left side and Burns Burns gone walkabouts, you be careful with the ball. Because <laughs> if Burns got if, if Burns gone up there, you have to be careful with the ball because you know what's going to happen. And it did I happen. Single question for you guys. I think Burn. I think Burn got slightly carried away with the fact that they were down to ten men and, and Salah wasn't playing as a right winger. Yeah. But yeah, the pace I, I, they've got on that right-hand side, Billy, he should have known better. You know, he, had no, he, he felt he had no one to mark. He went wandering and he shouldn't have. Yeah, it was... Well, it was but it, ask yourselves this, guys. Would Dan Byrne, as a left-back, get into any other top-six side at the minute? No, absolutely not. Would he be your left-back choice? No. No way. He Which is why... Honest, really. He only came in. He's only, he's only doing it for cover job. Now, I just fit, cannot wait till Lewis Hall is in in the side because we know what Lewis Hall can do. And I don't care about his age. If you're good enough, you're old enough. It's as simple as that. And him at left back will make a massive, massive difference to this team. Because, I'm sorry, Liverpool targeted that left-hand side. They were always targeting the left-hand side yesterday. When, obviously, they had to take, was it Luis Diaz who had to come off when he made the substitutions? Was it Diaz? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was not really much option on the left-hand side, but they were targeting our left. And Klopp did it when he made the changes. He put Nunes on the right-hand side to have a go. And it worked a treat. It, it's just, we're not good enough in that position. And, you know, anybody that says we are needs the heads reds as far as I'm concerned because it's it's not there. It, it, and teams are starting to realise that. You know, and Anthony Gordon probably wouldn't have been as tired as he was had he not had to come back and defend all the time. I mean, I he was, he was in left-back position so many times. Well, silver lining there, I think, is... It's the whole pressure is privilege thing. Silver lining, I think we're a better team than Liverpool. I think we were better in that game. The problem is we didn't have the the mental strength for it, the mental fortitude, and that is the reason why we lost that game. We let so, them stay in the game. We let them or, stay yeah, in the game. Or we've got a better team, but they've got a better manager. Well, but I mean, this, this Listen, is one as of the much as I hate Jurgen Klopp. He got it right yesterday, didn't he? Let's be honest, he got it right. 
he, he knew he had a feeling towards the end of that game from around the 75th minute or so that there was a chance that Liverpool could take a point. I don't think he expected three. There was no way he probably would have expected to no, win, I, but he I was confident in getting a point. I don't know. I, I feel like that's that's naive. I really do. Because there were so many chances that could have gone in. You know, the Mig, the Miggy shot. But they didn't, Alex. He that's was, what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, he no, has to go and try and get a point. He doesn't know that's going to happen. He doesn't know they're going to get lucky. Well, of course he doesn't, he doesn't know, know that. but he's, he's he got a hunch hope. that they could get a point. He yeah, hopes they're has... still in the game 80 minutes. Exactly. He and, just and has to hope. He has to hope that those lads stick it out till about 80-ish minutes and then he can try and grab something. That's what Which happened. It wasn't, it wasn't a genius managerial decision. It, I'm sorry. I don't think it was that impressive. I feel like it was try and try and retain the ball and try, damage limitations, try and not concede anymore, which they did, and then bring on some attackers. He gambled with That's 10 all men. That's he did. Well, that he is all he did. didn't gamble with 11. That is what every other Liverpool fan yeah, would have so Billy's done. right what he's seeing Literally. there. He's, Billy's completely right. Klopp gambled with 10 men. Eddie didn't with really 11. He gambled with 10 men. As in he well, he put, his, he put, all, his, he put all his forwards on yeah. and took defenders yeah. off. I mean, of course we, he did. Yeah, we, said, we said we might as well lose 3-0 yeah, and Because he was 1-0 down. Why would yeah, you not last do week that? we were 1-0 down and Eddie still didn't gamble. Yeah. Uh, we were saying. No, no, no I'm not on about Eddie. You might as well I'm lose 3 specifically on about Jurgen Klopp. I'm on the same thing. This is the different, Alex, about taking your opportunities. If you let me say the point, it'll be finished and then you can respond to it. I'm talking about Klopp in isolation. Every other fan of football makes that decision. Stay rigid for until you get to about 80-ish minutes. Bring some attackers on. Everybody makes that sub. I refuse to say it's incredible. It's a genius decision. So why did Eddie that. not do that last week, Alex? Well, look, I'm talking about this specific example. Yes, but it's the same thing we're talking about. No, it's, it's about not. the managerial know-how to do it. We're not. I'm not talking about Eddie Howe. You're bringing more. I'm just talking about how Klopp handled that from a Liverpool perspective is stay rigid for 80 minutes, bring on attackers. There was no genius, like, oh, create this system, shape, do this, move here. It wasn't like magic Jedi stuff. It was stay well, it was. compact, stay Harvey in the game, Elliot. bring attackers on. on. Literally all it was. He made changes before he made the game. I don't think Harvey Elliott did particularly well. I don't think that was the greatest sub. What? Come on, Alex. Jürgen Klopp's world-class manager. Was, was that good. Jürgen Klopp's world-class manager. He is a world-class manager, but specifically saying that that was a genius sort of play, that no, is it was the most brave. obvious play. And, you know, it's not like he's, he's U-turned and done something crazy out of the playbook that nobody's ever seen. It was the most basic thing that you would do, and it worked. Well, this is what it's all about. This is why we debate stuff on this channel. People agree, people disagree. Uh, Doug, thank you very much. Doug, of course, came on with us for the preview. Thank you for your 10-pound super chat, matey. Uh, and congratulations to the wife for passing the driving test today. Fabulous news. Uh, good evening, lads. Can't believe we won that yesterday. Trent should have been sent off. Nunez, very clinical too. How subs cost him, in my opinion. Congrats to Elliot Anderson on the Scotland call-up as well. Yep, so he's no longer available for England if he makes an appearance for Scotland. Uh, so, yeah. Um I'd also like, you know, th there were some good performances yesterday. I thought Botman was outstanding again and was unfortunate for that equaliser. Uh, it, it, it's just one of those things that happens on a football pitch. Um, you know, Anthony Gordon was superb. Tonali was brilliant. I thought, you know, Fabian Shaw was, was, was okay. Trippier was okay. But one thing I want to say is why aren't we crossing the football? Why aren't we crossing from the right-hand side? I mean, there is a major problem there. You know it what? Keeps, Miggy keeps cutting back onto his left, and it goes back. But Trippier had... There was numerous times Trippier got the ball in that position to cross, 
but he kept passing inside to Tonali. Why isn't he whipping the ball in for Isak? Somebody I mean, explain like, why we're not crossing the ball from that right-hand side. You might as well put anyone up front because he's like got absolutely no service again yesterday. None at all, even against 10 men. He didn't look right yesterday, though. He, he looked very lethargic. I, Billy, you mentioned this against Man City, closing down the goalkeeper and things like that. He just seemed to be jogging. And, and I don't know whether he's he's just... I mean, listen, he, he spun Van Dijk brilliantly for the sending off. It was, it was a brilliant little spin and he was in on goal. Uh, Liverpool could kick off all the Carragher can shut his mouth and all absolute rubbish punditry from him saying how do you know he was going to be cleaned through on goal are you kidding me because he was yeah I mean he spun him and he was in on goal didn't um, even need to touch didn't even need to touch the ball was that good it was what his path he was the most obvious red card you'll ever see it was it was madness so look the, there was a lot of positive performances yesterday but listen Miggy had opportunities right but He's, he's, he's not the answer on the right wing. He's just not. Bruno needs to get going. Seriously needs to get going. Um, and, you know, left-back position for me is a, is a serious That's worry. A, I thought Bruno was fine. Apart from giving the ball away in that one isolated incident, I thought he the was rest better, of was better, Alex. Fine. Definitely better. But he, he, uh, we need him at full pelt. We need Bruno to be on form. Because when he's on form, he's untouchable. He did some brilliant things yesterday. Some great passes and things like that, again, that we know and love and, Bruno for. Foxy well, makes Matt, a great point as well. How didn't have to gamble at 1-0? Yeah, what, why would he be making erratic substitutions when you're 1-0 up? He wants to keep the lads on and try and work the drills that they've practiced to try and get the second goal. Yeah, Alex, but come on. You know, you're 1-0 up. You, you, you're, on, you're, you're on top, right? So, yeah. so why'd you make bring, subs? Well, why bring long stuff on? That just says to me, oh, right, we're going we're gonna to consolidate here. We could have got another goal yesterday. Do you think anyhow said to long stuff? Go and play in the number ten role. Don't do it. Don't come back and out defending because that's what he did. He was all over the shop. I'd be surprised. So would I. He was awful. I mean, I, I just don't understand what what he sees in Sean at the minute because he's bang out of form. He hasn't got mm. going this season. He didn't get going in preseason. He hasn't got going when we've seen him uh, in the Premier League. So Elliot Anderson has. He yeah. would have been much more of a better player to put on for me than Sean Longstaff because Eventually. you're talking about Sean Longstaff defending Alex. He didn't do any of that. No, I mean... So it, who would you rather again, have I, 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 ten Billy, I feel like the query there is if Longstaff was brought on to do a job, what job was it? Did he break instructions? Did he... Because he was, he was literally drifting on the 18-yard box constantly. Um, I mean, there was, a, there was one nice moment where he tried that funny back heel, but apart from that... Um, and I, I do, I do think it needs to be said with Miggy as well. If that if that shot goes in, which against any other keeper on the planet, in my opinion, that shot goes in. Mm. Um, if if it goes in, are we all saying Miggy needs to be dropped? Or yes. what do you think? Yeah, we're still going to go with that. Absolutely, okay, one hundred percent. If he scores that volley and that ball goes inside <laughs> the post, then we are. Look. Miggy, you, one of you has mentioned this last week about Miggy having to think about things, right? He didn't have time to think about that volley. It just basically came off his chest and he hit the volley. That yeah, run he went on. He didn't, have, so. he didn't have any time to think about that. He just ran and ran and ran and ran and then hit the post, which was unlucky. It would have been a fabulous, fabulous goal. However, when he's got time to think and he's in that right, right wing position, he just does not know what to do. He doesn't know what to, to cross the ball. He doesn't. He's not the type of right winger that, 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 in my opinion, we need. And look, Miggy could have scored two blinding goals yesterday. There's no doubt about that. 
but he didn't have time to think about them. But most of the time, he has a little bit of a thought about what he's going to do. And his head goes to mush. It just goes completely to mush. Mm. Um, I mean, we did, you've got to remember, we did hit the post twice. You know, look, it was yeah, just we, one of those said, days where we it said, just, it yeah, just it wasn't, was one of those. You know, we didn't take out, we didn't put the chances away. We didn't bury Liverpool when we should have. Now, that's not all on Eddie Howe. The players have got to take some responsibility themselves and say, right, were we, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't mm. score more than one goal against 10 men against Matip and frigging I'll tell you what, who, as well. Matip and Gomez. I, I mean, think they broke instructions a few times because I mentioned this to Billy that there were so many people queuing up to have a shot from 25 yards. Yeah, too yeah. many people. And yeah. I know, we all know for a fact that Eddie Howe doesn't work that way. The occasional pop, yes, but there are specific ways you build up in attack to try and create high value opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I feel like too many of the lads were trying to go, oh, let's score a 25 yarder and get mm-hmm. on the front page. They thought the game had already been won. And I feel like that's up here. Um, you know, it's, it's again, pressure is a privilege and we weren't ready for it. I feel like we are the better team, but the lads weren't ready for it up here. We thought it was one. We took, we took silly shots. We didn't follow the game plan. Um, and I can't blame Eddie Howe for that bit. I feel like some of the players no, need to stand up and say, yep, mm-hmm. I needed to I needed to follow the structure more. We needed to create better chances. I shouldn't have been having a pop from 25, 30 yards. Um, no, you know, you it, can have it, one, it, but Miggy yeah. had about four. Like It wasn't Eddie so, Howe's fault that, you know, <laughs> that one were Harvey Barnes when Wilson's clean through. Yeah, decision-making. Why? He's bought, he's bought him because he's normally got quite good decision-making. Yeah, and we need him, yesterday. it fumbled. You know, it's just one of those things. I mean, the sub's fine if you want to. We don't know the exact reasons, but the sub's fair enough. But in terms of the players... Um, and then Eddie Howe can't control if people hit the post too many times. Mm. It just, it's just Harvey Barnes. Things, Harvey it? Barnes would have been fine with another five yards of pace. He'd have been able to get into the box and do what he wanted to do. But mm. unfortunately, he doesn't have the pace. He hasn't got the confidence in his pace, and he was just so kind of umsy and arly yeah. about, it, it about what he was doing. A bit, um, to uh, me, as an extension I, of that, I'm not, I'm not knee jerking here, but a bit of a downgrade from what we had there before. I've got to say. Well, uh, I'm not going to get Let's not go there. Uh, Gareth can I, can Baskin. I just one thing? One, two one, seconds. We've got a couple of thing. super chats, Alex, I need to do. Uh, Gareth Baskin, thanks for your £20. He said, sometimes we need painful experiences, and I am 100% that this will be a catalyst for us like last season. 100%. And uh, Michael Purvis, thank you for your £5 super chat. He says, Gordon, project, uh, Gordon protected Burn all game. When he came mm-hmm. off and Nunes uh, got put on the right, it was inevitable. Uh, Tonali was amazing. Uh, was an amazing mentally mental substitution. Uh, go on, Alex. Well, I mean the sorry. What was the what was the previous super chat? Because it's what I agree with. We need painful experiences, a hundred percent. So to to extend on that point that we weren't ready mentally, we weren't we couldn't deal with the pressure. Um, this is what the Champions League will help us prepare for. This this will be great for us this season. We've got pressure. There's an expectation to at least finish in some kind of European place, and we've got to play in Europe. We've got to play in the Champions League. So this is going to help all of the players in this squad. Some of them aren't going to be here, but some of them like Anderson, we'd expect to grow and, and progress in the team. So there's going to be a ton of players getting loads of new experiences in the Champions League this season that's going to help tr- maybe give us this mentality that we're missing. Um, you know, And then hopefully in, in a year's time, in two years' time, when we're, we're presented with this situation again, we're not going to fumble it because we've got that, that mental experience. Um, you know, Players like Trippier have got it. Not everyone's got that. You know, I know we've got some league title winners, but league titles aren't finals. They're a bit different. You know, having that siege mentality and, and you know, being able to win the one game when it counts is tough. 
Um, and the Champions League will provide that experience for us. So I, I honestly, we're getting there. We are getting there. Some people in the chat saying, oh, calm down. It's only the start of the season. It's not about calming down. This is healthy debate. That's what the shows are all about. It's not about losing your rag. It's about just healthy discussion about a football match. So stop saying calm down because it's like ridiculous. Um, now, Anthony says, uh, put Isak out on the left with Wilson in the middle and switch Gordon to the right and take Miggy off. That was a possibility for yesterday. But again, Gordon, if, if it was cramp, fair enough. Um, you know, but... Uh, Stu says, uh, lads, on any other day we would have had the game finished before the equaliser. Liverpool defended well and were clinical at the end. Bounce back ability and all of that. Uh, Tangy says, all four goals conceded have been targeted to our left back or inside left. Paul has to start in the next few games. Uh, exactly what I he's said right. before. He's right. You, you can he's, see it. He's right. Um, yeah, Stevens says, Gordon from the front. Alex, mean. come on. I don't think Alex has said anything bad about Gordon. Uh, Keith says, infighting is going to start to eat away at all of us if this slide continues. Uh, Keith, it's, this is just healthy discussion. You know on here we it, don't it always agree with each other, but we have discussions and healthy debate. The people uh, saying how out are terrible, like, that's, that's I don't Listen, heads red. Seriously, get your heads get your heads red. You need to see your doctor if you're asking for how out. It's ridiculous. And I can't like, believe some people are actually saying, <laughs> oh, you know, how's, how's in trouble? No. If he does lose against Brighton, is the pressure on Eddie Howe? Absolutely. Of course the pressure's on it. The pressure's on him every single game. But to say it, sack him is ridiculous after what the man's done for us. He's allowed to make mistakes. But those mistakes will be picked up and they will be discussed on shows like this. But he's allowed to make mistakes. He will learn from it. Everybody learns from mistakes. I don't think... I think Howe even said that if he had the chance again, he wouldn't make the same substitutions. In hindsight... So we may see something completely different at Brighton on Saturday night. Uh, Ian says, we lost the game due to a lack of experience and not finishing our chances. Subs could have been different, uh, but the game should have been out of sight for us. Would you have put Murphy on yesterday, guys? I think he would yes. have if, if, if Botman got injured. I'd have started Murphy. Mm. He would have, yeah. You, you did say you'd start Murphy ahead of McGee, didn't you? Uh, it looks, by the way, that Botman's injury is not as bad as first thought. There's been a few reports saying that... Um, mm. Hopefully he's not going to be out um, as, as long as the first thought. I mean, whether he's available for Brighton, who knows? But I, I think what they're waiting for is a long, is the assessment of whether it's going to be a few weeks and whether they need to dive into the transfer market. Uh, so far, it's been very, very quiet on that front. But uh, we'll see uh, because Jamal LaSalle's coming back in doesn't exactly fill me with a whole load of confidence, um, certainly for a period of games. Anyway, the one-off game, fair enough, but Wow. Uh, James says, upon reflection, the truth is somewhere in the middle of all three. Uh, yeah, somewhere. But well, the people listen, that were saying as well yesterday that we've regressed, take those three games we've played this year. We've actually, we've actually, we're a goal better off in each of them. Um, we mm. scored five against Villa four last year with two, two, two nil at Man City, <coughs> one nil this year, uh, and, and one nil, two one yesterday, and two nil last year. So we're a goal better off in the them. So haven't regressed. Mm. Yeah, and the new signings as well. I mean, regression would imply the new signings haven't worked and we've gone backwards. Tonali's been really good. Listen, I, I don't subscribe to the thing that we've gone backwards. I mean, we've played Man City and Liverpool. You know what I mean? Let, let's let's just, yeah. you know... If, if it was Luton and Sheffield United, we'd lost yeah. both. Fair we enough. We have played two but... of the best sides. No matter what you think of yesterday, we've played two of the best sides in the country over the last several years. So, you know, let's just take a step back on the panic button saying we've regressed. I mean, look, we talking about yesterday's game, right? Simple as that. We're not talking about the season or anything like that. We do it to match review. 
Um, yeah. Susan Townsend says, uh, I agree with Alex. The manager didn't foresee Sean Longstaff getting in the way of the ball. Uh, we really played well, but didn't take the chances to bury the game. We are not clinical enough yet. I mean, why is that, Billy? Why do you think we weren't clinical yesterday? Because, as I say, Isak hardly touched the ball. I mean, it was just it just was non-existent. I think you've got to give the Liverpool back four or three, as it was, credit. I thought Gomez came on. I thought it was phenomenal when he came on. Uh, I'm a big fan of the lad. I think he's a good player. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just thought you've got to give them credit for isolating Isak. Um but the, you know, from from wide, I thought both. I mean, at, at times, Miggy was go, was getting space in the, in the box. Should mm-hmm. have scored the one he should have scored was one he leaned back on and panicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, we created enough chances. Christ, no, we did. It's, a, it's a, you know, it's it's not a case of us being uncreative. We we created loads of chances. But we have he, to ask the question: How many times did we really test Allison? The one from Miggy. Was there any more? Mm. Where he's had to make a brilliant save. I don't think there is. No, I don't think he's really been tested and, apart from that. And that's what we spoke about in prior games so far this season. Is it a lot, you know a lot testing of shots the keeper down the middle? Yeah, straight at him kind of thing. And um, uh, let's have a look. Uh, in Magpie says uh, Salah is thirty-one, players ninety, Gordon is twenty-two. How can Gordon not play ninety minutes? It's not. It's not about. It's not about the time. It's about how we play. It's about the press. It's about the instructions that what each individual player is tasked to do. If, if you all don't believe me, why do you think Lewis Hall's not involved yet? Because he's not up to standard. He's not fit enough. This is why Anthony Gordon played a bit part role last year. It's to do with, I want you to be able to do this on a pitch. It, it's why every new signing has been bedded in so carefully. It, the, the theme is there for everyone to see. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just making it up with a player. Look at every new signing. Nobody can play the way we play. And, and players themselves have come out and said, even Gordon's come out. Gordon was fit as a fiddle at Everton. He was he was the only player in highlights, charging down, pressing all over the pitch for Everton. He came to us and he went, "Poor, yeah, I wasn't ready for this. This was another level." Like we play people. I don't think people understand. Like a lot of pundits have been saying, we've got the best press in the league. I agree. I think we've got the best press in the league. To play the way we play, you've especially in a, in a demanding role, you've got to be so fit. And I, mm. I honestly don't think Gordon can do that for ninety minutes. It's so hard. Um, well, I th- it makes it even harder when he's it. got to come back and cover left back position now all the time. Exactly, because... he's had to do. He's had to try and score and make offensive runs and mm. cover. He was destroyed. Like it's just how it goes. Hopefully, he, he's going to get more and more and more fitness. Um, you know, it's 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 just how it is. It honestly is just how it is. And for how to have brought Harvey Barnes in, he's going to say, right, I'm going to trust you to come on and be able to make a difference. And it didn't happen. It's just no. what it is, you know. Uh, Foxy said that that comment, Salah doesn't do anywhere near the track and back that our wide players do. So you can't compare. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, David R., thank you very much for your 199 super chat. I didn't particularly want to read this out, but you super chatted. So, of course, I will. Uh, question for Stato. Did we miss the maxi unpredictability? Uh, I mean... It's, we certainly did one specific move. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> would he have made a difference in the last two fixtures? Possibly. But again, at the same time, you've got to understand the person who was playing in his position. I feel like Gordon has been excellent in these two fixtures. So would his would hit the way Maxi plays have helped? Maybe. Um, however, go- the player who's in that position has been fine. So as a sub, as a sub, what Maxi coming on instead of Barnes? 
again, it's difficult for Maxi to get into a game straight away, especially with Wilson. Maxi well, looks better look, with. It doesn't um, matter. He's gone. Isaac, so. He's not here. So he's not here anymore. Pointless. But I'm pretty sure we would have scored a goal if he'd have had the opportunity to bounce yesterday. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oi says, uh, "Leave Burn alone. Our problem is in the attack." Oh dear God! We conceded two goals, man. Leave Burn alone. About? I mean, come on. We, we had 11 players, they had 10, and we conceded two goals. On what planet was that okay defensively? On whose whose planet in which galaxy and what universe? That's not Shana, good enough. Hang on, Shana puts it brilliantly. This is exactly how I feel, right? Shana says, Dan Byrne did a job for us by helping us to stay up. It's now time to say thank you and get an upgrade. There you go. That's all it is. It's nothing against Dan Byrne, but Dan Byrne is not at the level that we need to take the next step. Thank you, Shana. I, I do Very think Dan Burn's going to be useful for us, just yes, not in these big absolutely. games. Absolutely. Like, there's no reason Burn can't play against Luton. Like, Burn will be fine against most teams. Again, I, I think the way we've played in the last three fixtures as well, I think if you put other teams against... like You've got to remember, we've played three teams that are going to be in the top 10, and arguably two of those teams are going to try and fight for the title, you'd, you'd, you could argue. Um, so, you know... Wait, let's wait till we have some of these fixtures that are a bit easier. Because I feel like the way the, the talent we've got and the way we've played, you know, imagine that against Luton. We'd have, we'd have scored eight. Like, it's just how it is. <laughs> uh, James, I don't think, has agreed with anything you've said tonight, Alex, because he wants to know what you're on. Uh, so uh, interesting. Uh, Brian says, no excuse for players not making 90 minutes. Peter Beardsley have run 90 minutes. Pete Busy doing under 90 minutes and 90 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> he just didn't stop. Uh, Jan says, Alex, I agree. We were the best team, but Eddie did lose us the game. Uh, Magic Mall says, Bruno's sloppy pass was the reason for their I mean, second. So so the ball bouncing off Botman's ass is Eddie's fault, is it? Look, had, had, you know, there, there was. But at what that, point is that? But what was what? What do you think was going through Bruno's head when he tried to make that pass for the second door? Yeah, I agree. There that was, was, there was a mistake. No, there was no but, way through. That's what got yeah, made. Again, the mistake came from somebody that was already on the pitch. So it and that's why, that, on the listen, pitch. that's why we're saying that, so the, that the players have to take their fair share of the blame as well, not just Eddie. A lot of if, mistakes. I don't, can, I don't know if I can attack Eddie Howe for not taking Bruno off. Like that's too far in my opinion. I thought Bruno, Bruno, was, Bruno was fine for eighty minutes. Um, uh, Robert says bad substitutions cost us dear. I'm afraid, um, but we didn't concede because of the substitutions. Though that's the thing I'm trying to. Oh, well, we may have. Been, to get I mean, at. I mean, Bruno Tonali may have been in the position that Bruno was, and probably wouldn't have done what Bruno did. We can't say, can we? It's yeah. all. I mean, everybody's hyper focusing on the subs, but. I mean, the, the subs didn't score, which is, of course, frustrating. But I don't think we conceded because of the subs. Uh, Jay Devlin's right. Why can't we agree it was a mistake? Why do we need to die on a hill to defend how from any criticism? I think that's a fair point. Yeah, he, he, yeah but we are, though. I mean, I've said the same. I, I've said the same thing. You guys think I'm on the side of like the sports scientists. I'm just saying that there may be two or three things that could be correct. I'm not saying that is correct. It could be. I don't know. I literally don't know, nor did, nor did, nor does anyone else. We don't know that information, so it could be Hal's fault, or it might be people just, a, people a few just don't get it. No, let's blame everything on Dan Byrne. We are supposed to be a Newcastle YouTube site. Let's support the team. Why all the negativity? Just think where. Look, I'm sick of hearing this. Right, just think of where we've come from. We've not. 
That's gone now. We are where we are. We know where we've come from. Of course we do. But we are where we are now. And we need an upgrade at left back. If you can't see it, then, I mean, yes, your opinion, you're welcome to it. But my God, it screams for a left back. We need a left back to take us to the next level. It's nothing against Dan Byrne. He's took us as far as his ability will get. But he can't. He's not the extra upgrade. Yeah, we've got one now, haven't we? So We're not blaming everything on Dan Byrne. That'll be a moot point in weeks to come, I imagine. Well... Look, we're talking about a match review. He was poor yesterday, Dan Byrne. He was making decisions that shouldn't have been made, like Billy said earlier. He was thinking because Liverpool were at 10 men, he could creep up and he was getting caught out. Uh, David says, Billy Billy and Paul, 100%. Alex is talking tosh. Wow. Um, (laughs) Jason's also just said he wants to get rid of Bruno. (laughs) See, okay, then. people people just can't separate it's people gone. just can't separate and saying you had oh a bad game to actually jumping on a player's back. People will never be able to differentiate the two. Bruno didn't madness. have a bad game. Bruno didn't have a bad game. He didn't. Bruno he was, was much better than he was in the previous two games. He's still got a lot to go, which should which should actually, you know, boost us as fans. Saying that Bruno's not at his top level yet. So when he is, and we've got Joe Willock to come back. That was real so, positive signs yesterday that Bruno and Tonali are finally gelling. They were, I thought they were fantastic for the first 18 minutes until Tonali went off. Mm-hmm. There, there is, yeah, you're right. There is signs that they're, they're starting to read each other's games now a lot better. And and uh, Roy, Rav says Alex is absolutely salty. Um, you know what? We're all salty. We, 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 we're Newcastle fans who've been dealt the coolest blow possible. We were robbed of a, a, a game we should have won and end up losing it from a team we, we, we consider rivals. Of course we're salty. Uh, Matty says Paul and Stato are going to be on the next Misfits boxing undercard. Listen, me and Alex have had very, very healthy debates on this channel, which is why people like watching, because we don't bullshit anybody. We don't come out and flower coat everything, right? Alex has got his opinion and I've got mine, and we'll discuss it. And it, 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 it's a brilliant debate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean me and Alex are going to fall out because we don't. I agree actually with don't each other. disagree with anything Paul said. I feel like everything he said could be true. This is the whole point of this that we don't. We literally don't know what I'm suggesting could be true. What he said could all be true as well. So, but I'm people not are allowed to really. have a healthy debate about things, Alex, without falling out. And it's, oh, it's yeah, like, 100%. oh, you know, you're going to end up. Bo- no, but people are saying Bruno should be sold. You're, you're all well, you're mental. Tosh. Whoever said that, yeah, yeah. Uh, G. Uh, known as on this channel as the Typhoon, of course. Uh, member for 14 months now. Thank you very much, G. Uh, how sub does Liverpool had four corners? Wanted uh, to shake things up. Mistake taken to Nally and Gordon off. Burn Miggy should be off. Gordon on the right, Barnes on the left. I don't think we're ever going to see that, to be honest. I really don't. I, I don't see Barnes or Gordon playing on the right in any time soon. Um, but, unless he gets injuries. Unless you have two injuries. Well, injuries if injuries, Murphy yeah. and Miggy are out, then you might see Gordon on the right, but... You know, uh, Barry the B says, Sorry, Barry the B says, worries me when uh, having a debate is somehow seen by people as wrong. Uh, keep up the chat, lads. Exactly, Barry. Thank you very much, buddy. Just because we, we don't agree with each other doesn't mean anything. It's, it's a debate, it's a discussion like you would have with your mates in the pub, whether you agree with them or not. It's mad- madness, right? Uh, we're going to do player ratings now, which should even uh, which should be even more interesting. Uh, we have a new graphic for the uh, for the player ratings. So here we go. Uh, this is the start and 11, of course, from yesterday. We've got Pope Trip, Yashir, Botman, Byrne, uh, Bruno, Joe Linton, Tonali, Gordon, Isak, and Almiron. 
Uh, Nigel B, thank you very much for your £20 super chat. There's no comment there, but thank you again for your continued support, Nigel. Uh, really appreciate that. Right. Uh, His Holiness Nick Pope. The question is, what do we rate them, guys? Billy, we'll start with you. I don't think he looked right yesterday, if I'm perfectly honest. I think he had visions of last season's game against Liverpool for some reason. I just, he looked shaky. He, he was punching balls he could have easily caught. Um, I couldn't fight him for their first goal, but the second one I thought he should have been a little bit more alive to where he was possibly going to go to. Mm. Um, I'm going to give him a six. A six. Uh, for some reason, it's not working. <laughs> It's not going lower than that. I can't see any other players. Why is it doing that? You stupid piece of software. Right, bugger it. I'll find another one for next week. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, you giving Nick Pope a six. Uh, yeah. Alex? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, twice in the first half, he, he came out for high claims that were wrong. Um, there was another situation when it was quite a soft shot that he punched instead of catching. I feel like the second goal, he might have been able to do better positioning and, and save-wise. The first goal, you're never saving that. It, it, it hits the outside post and goes in. But I, I don't think Pope was great yesterday. Um, a couple I mean, of times he came, honest, it came I, out. I was behind both them goals, Alex, and he, he didn't have a squeak of them. There were brilliant shots from Nunes. Well, the second one as well. The second one as well, yeah. He, he just <laughs> yeah. buried Side netting, I guess. Yeah. Um, and additionally, I think I think he came out a, a couple of times when he didn't really need to. Um Mm, yeah, six. The six second goal, Paul, I just felt after what, what happened the first time, I thought he should have adjusted his position slightly uh, towards Possibly, that, that side and left I was sitting like, I was sitting right diagonal to it. So when Nunes broke in on goal, he looked up. There was only... I understand what you're saying, but he did hit He hit it with so much pace as well. He didn't really give Nick Pope well, a chance. Brilliant finishes. It was both a fabulous finish, to be fair. Can I, can I just I'm, say, for all the people yeah. that are having a go at Nunes last year... Complaining, oh, it was a terrible buy. He's a terrible yeah, player. Not too bad for of course a flop, he's not. Of course he's not a terrible yeah. player. Like you can see that from yesterday, how clinical the lad is. He he was just getting apps again. You this is what happens when you join a bigger club. You get nervous. You start getting pelters. Your form takes a nosedive. Yeah, it's happened to Nunes, and that look how good of a player he actually is. We've mm. got to make sure we don't do the same to some of our lads as well. Look, he was phenomenal Liverpool, uh, you know, we, we, we dig in, but Liverpool are a bloody good side. You know, they're a bloody good team. He's in my fantasy you know, team, by the way, Nunes, but he's on the bench. Of course he is. Oh, nice one, Billy. Uh, I haven't checked where I am. I'm probably like... Oh, I know where I am. 600. <laughs> where was last year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give Pope a five. Um, I thought he looked really nervous yesterday. I don't know what it was, but when he was coming well, out... I mean, it's Liverpool. That's yeah, but, what happened last year. Of course, he's going to yeah, be a little bit nervous. That's what I mean. When he was coming out, he wasn't coming out in, in like he normally does, in, in full confidence to clear the ball. And there's a couple of times Trippier actually looked at him as if to say, what have you put it out to play for? Put it down the middle. And he, he was Trippier was even confused with it. And then, you know, the, the goals, I don't think I can blame Nick Pope. But, you know, they were wonderful finishes, to be honest, by a top-quality striker. Um, so I'm going five. Uh, right, we'll move across to right back and Kieran Trippier. Uh, Alex. Um, that's a tricky one. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to give Trippier an eight. I thought Trippier was really, really good. I liked the stepping into midfield. 
Um, I thought he was one of the only people on the pitch trying to solve the um, the lack of attacking sort of... He was trying to shift the ball over to Gordon more. He was trying to make sure we were doing the right thing, passing it the right way. You know, a lot of a lot of the players were just passing it randomly and Trippy was like, no, over there, go that way, do this. And he was trying to coordinate things and get, get it moving. I don't think he really put a foot wrong. The goals weren't his fault. Um, set of pieces weren't weren't terrible. Um, they were a little bit better. I, I thought Trippy was was fine. I, I thought he was good as a captain. Um, we just need we need more people with his mentality. Um, yeah, uh, people uh, saying well, set plays bad. Well, I don't I don't remember. Mm, I, I thought they were a little bit better. I'm going with a seven for Trips. So it's similar to what you said, Alex. I, I don't quite agree. He was an eight, but again, it's opinions. And I, seven for me, I just. I want to see him cross the ball more. You know, the times he gets that ball in a position to whip it in, it must be so frustrating if you're a striker when so many times he's in a load of space to cross the, even take a touch and cross the ball. There was about three or four times in the second half yesterday he was in that position to, to receive the ball and whip it across. And, and if you're a striker, that's your bread and butter. You, you want that to come in. But instead he kept cutting it back. And it kept cutting it back in field. And I don't see what the purpose of that is. Why we he can't cross the ball. Four of seven accurate crosses for Trippier. So he got four successful crosses in. Mm. Mm. Well, he gets a seven from me anyway. Uh, Billy? Yeah, I think I'll, I think eight's, I think eight's a good score for him. Cause, uh, the set, on the set-piece thing, I, I can only remember uh, the corners that he took. And I think everyone hit a Newcastle head in the box. And the free kick he took, hit Botman, got Botman in the head too. Uh, I've seen Tanali take a few though. Yes, I do, <laughs> and I wish to, I wish Nali took the free kick that Shea, Shea took as well. Yeah, yeah, um, or even Trippy for that matter. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Trippy led from the front. I thought it was an excellent performance from eight out of ten for me. And an extra thing as well was Trippy did he won all four of his aerial duels. I thought it was exceptional when he was having to to jump for the ball and when he was challenged. Um, you know, he's not a very tall right back, and his success in the air is very good. He's got an incredible jump, Alex. That's what, mm. if you watch Trip, his timing of his jumping is absolutely unbelievable. You know, to, to every single ball he goes for in the air, his timing from when he takes off the ground is per that's why he wins so many headers because everybody else seems to mistime the he times everything perfectly. Uh, right, we'll move across to Dan Byrne. Um, I'm giving Byrne a five. I, I look, I'm <laughs> It could have been less, but look, it, it, Dan Byrne is what he is. He's there at the moment. I don't think he's going to be there in a few games' time uh, because we we desperately need somebody better. Uh, Dan Byrne has done... And listen to when I say this, people. Dan Byrne has done brilliant for us since he signed for the football club. Absolutely brilliant. But if we want to go to that next level, we have to have that next level left back in because Dan Byrne's ability has hit the peak. He can't go any higher. We need better. Simple as that. So he gets a five from me. Billy? Yeah, I think I'll give him a five two. Um, he did make some crucial blocks, um, but partly called both the second goal, uh, way too deep playing. Mister Nunes on side, uh, although I couldn't have expected Bruno to lose the ball as I said earlier. But yeah, five for me. Uh, Toontown Dex says uh, Paul and Alex are like two old men arguing about football down your local pub. Uh, they fall out, try to box each other, and end up having a good old cuddle. <laughs> uh, Alex Danburn. Um, I really don't know with Burn. I'm going to give him a six. Again, okay. I don't think it's it's what I said earlier. When he went up the pitch, 
he wasn't the one who lost the ball in those sort of sequences of play. Um, is it his fault? No. Can I? But at the same time, it, it is a problem because he can't get back to cover the space, which is an issue. Mm. Um, but I can only rate on what he did. And he didn't lose the ball in those situations. His passing was 88% success rate. wasn't terrible. Um, although, that being said, position, position for the second goal, is there much you can do about that, him and target? Tricky one. The fact that they're looking at Nunes was my frustration. If you watch the replay, they are looking at Nunes. They know he's going to run, but for some reason, they're just, they're just yeah, not maybe, there. I feel like maybe a five, factoring in the goal as well, positioning for that. Um, it I seemed like an easy offside to play, to be honest. All they've got to do is yeah. step up, you know. I feel like targets be, equally as Billy, there, I laughed at well, you on the watch along yesterday. That's offside. But it looked offside. Mm. It looked offside. It did. It, yeah, it didn't look right. It, it, yeah, because he was so quick off the mark. I mean, I'm going to go down to a five based on the goals okay. as well. That's because he's so quick, Billy. Just he was he was on his bike. It, it was perfectly timed. And then I, when you watch the replay, oh yeah, he's miles onside. <laughs> just sort of the, the, the tone of your voice just sort of disappeared. I just think it's Sven Botman's there. That goal ain't scored. No, I no agree. definitely not. Not no way would the score that. Uh, right. Uh, speaking of Sven Botman, uh, we vote uh, for Botman now. Alex, we'll start with you. Um, I, I feel like it was a nine performance, but because of the goal down to an eight, even though it's not really his fault, it's just one of those things. It really, really unlucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, his passing was immaculate. He ste- he was so he does he does this thing at the moment where he steps into midfield, um, and it works really well. A few nice progressive flat passes through the middle as well to find players. Mm-hmm. Um, tactically, really, really, really sound. Ninety two percent pass accuracy, four accurate long balls. He won all of his ground jewels, apart from the one that fell off his ass, which isn't counted as a ground jewel apparently. A um, few nice interceptions as well. I thought he was really, really solid. He is, he is an absolute Rolls-Royce. And that is why we were all so terrified when he went down injured. Because if he's injured for like nine months, we are in big, big well, trouble. Apparently so a lot of people in the Gallagher like were saying, a few people that I was talking to after the game who were in the Gallagher heard his scream when he went down uh, in pain. So, you know, it, it was See, a lot of people saying it's ankle. We thought it was knee. But, you know, I think Howe said it's ankle. Um, mm. So it, was, it wasn't really obvious what was wrong because he was playing around with his shin pads. It's like, well, where are you hurt, man? It did, it wasn't clear at all. I found so, it funny, actually, at the end of the watch along, somebody came on and said that uh, it's an ACL injury. I mean, you know, confirmed. what are you? Psychic. Confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah confirmed. Uh, absolutely rubbish. Um I'm giving Botman a nine. Um, I'll tell you why. Uh, I agree with everything you've said, Alex. I think he was so unlucky for that goal. Uh, For me, it looked like he took a little bit of a stumble and it just deflected off him and and, and rolled into Nunez's path. I'm not holding Botman accountable for that at all. The one absolute brilliance from Botman, and you'll remember this in the second half, the dive and tackle from Salah. It was was incredible because he came out of nowhere. You know, mm. we've seen Salah score those goals a million times in the Premier League. And he, he absolutely flew in. And from nowhere, Botman just came in and, and deflected the ball behind for a corner. It was an absolute perfectly timed tackle and just a symbol of what this man is. And I just think he's just class. He's got class written all over him. He He, he basically controlled that game yesterday from the defensive point of view. Uh, and it was just unfortunate what happened for that goal. Uh, and even more unfortunate when he, uh, when he went off injured. You were in the ground. Tom's just said this. 
Botman got up and walked around the pitch. Yeah. Uh, well, the only the only shot we got showed on camera was here. He, he was being assisted by two people, barely putting any pressure on. Yeah, on he was. Anything. He was. He he, um, he he had two people helping him walk, but he was. I mean, it took him a long time to get round to the changing room. That that was the worry. Um, he, he wasn't walking on his own. He, he did have two people. Um, you know, shoulder. He had his arms over the shoulder of two people, so uh, he was walking uh, very. And also, gingerly. Vincent, we're not calling him Botters. That's not a thing. <laughs> Who's good? definitely not? Wow. Um, I like coffee. Says, is it true there were Liverpool fans who ended up in? The, yeah, they were in the Leeds' end. Uh, absolute hell broke loose after How's Liverpool's first goal. Um, there was Liverpool fans jumping up and down, and of course the Newcastle Radgies decided um, they were going to have a go at them, and it just all hell broke loose for around three or four minutes. While it seemed to be like two were taken out, and then another two, and then another two. When you say How taken they got out, tickets, I do not know. When you say you taken Billy? out, when you say taken out, well, if the police hadn't the been ground. there, they would have been taken out in a very different way, Billy. To be quite honest, um, you know, but there were, there, there, some of them were given at the beginning. Um, which riled the fans even more. But how they end up in that situation yeah. with tickets, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, Billy Sven Botman? Yeah, I think without that really unlucky kind of deflection to Nunez's path, it's a 10 for me, but I'm going to give him a 9 just on mm. that. And I've been saying this for weeks and months now, the best player against us week in, week out is that fellow Ricochet. Every one of them goes against us. Mm. I don't remember one going in our favour for, for months. Yeah, and I, I'm it, probably we mentioned that in a lot of commentaries, don't we? It just seems that every second ball, just every single one yesterday, so nice falls as well. Every single one falls for twelve falls to Liverpool yesterday. Uh, Botman was superb, absolutely superb. He's been, I think, he's been one of our best players this year, if not the best. Mm. He, he was awesome. Uh, right, uh, his partner Fabian Scher, Alex. Um, tricky one. Uh, I, I don't know. If this was an issue, he tried quite a few long balls yesterday that that ended up with absolutely nobody. I think he was trying to spot the run of Joe Linton or Gordon. We've seen him do those a few times before and they've led to goals. They've been incredible. However, none of them worked yesterday. Not a single one worked. Mm-hmm. Is that Cher's fault? Is that the runner's fault? Is it a combination of the two? Probably the second one. Um, it was a couple of times, Alex, though, that, that, that Gordon was in acres of space and... They just kept going back to to Botman, back to share, back to Botman, back to share, and you could see Gordon getting frustrated. He's like standing in acres of space. Yeah, I mean, I'll give I'll give Share a seven, I think. However, I'm a little bit disappointed in him in terms of we know he's got more technical quality, and I felt like he could have maybe assisted with creating something, finding you know, because he was very much either just going Botman, Trippier, Botman, Trippier. But, and, and there were quite a few times where Trippier was going centrally and Cher was going out onto that right-hand side, which is sort of a new feature. Maybe this was implemented because Liverpool were down to 10 men. Um, I'll give him a seven because he didn't really do anything wrong. Uh, again, 90% pass accuracy. was nice and tidy. However, we know how good Cher can be technically. And I, I was just hoping maybe he'd give us one or two little moments might have helped get a goal. Maybe not him creating, like making the goal, but just or getting the goal, but just sort of two or three passes beforehand, doing something really tidy. It's what we needed. We needed that extra bit of magic um, and mm-hmm. shared. There wasn't a single moment of magic from Cher, uh, which is un- unusual for him, really, but a, a seven for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going for a seven as well, um, for exactly the same reasons. I just didn't think he would. The thing about Fabian is he's frustrating sometimes because when he gets the ball, he'll just stand there or go walking pace for a few seconds before, you know, find out what he wants to do for the, with the ball where 
in previous games, we've seen him sort of get rid of the ball very, very quickly and, and, and play those through balls diagonally onto whoever's making the run forward, whether it be a, a Gordon or a Joe Linton, et cetera. Uh, but we just didn't see that yesterday, which was uh, a bit disappointing. Uh, but listen, we know what Cher's all about. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll recover. I mean, a seven's not exactly a bad score, to be honest. Billy? Yeah, I think no, no, no fault to him for anything defensively, which is what his, his first job in the team is. However, when he takes free kicks in future, I'd rather he went down the ball and killed Clawing route of banging them in the back of the net mm. rather than trying to be Grinch and curving them in because I don't think he's got that in his locker, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, seven's a fair score for him. I just I found that free kick a bit weird. Oh, ridiculous. You know, you've got Tanang and you've got Trippier there who are specialists. Yeah. Uh, I'm, if you're going to blast gonna... it, fine. If you're going to you yeah. know, run up and, and hoof it yeah. as hard as you can and try and keep it down. Fine. He's got a hell of a shot, and we know he's that. Got that on but... him. We know he's got that on him, but try and bend it around the wall. He's not got that in his locker, for Christ's sake. Mm. Yeah. Uh, right, we'll move into the midfield now, and we'll start off with uh, with Bruno, Billy. I thought for 80 minutes, or for, uh, even that mistake aside, really, I thought he was really, really good. Uh, mm. Much better than he has been in previous weeks, where we've off given sevens. Uh, he was at fault for that second goal. Um so where I would have given him an eight, I'm going to give him a seven. Okay. Uh, Alex? Exactly the same. I think he deserves an eight, but because of that mistake, it, you've got to drop him a point. Um, a seven, however, <coughs> putting up the sort of data he used to be putting up, it was really, really useful. Uh, tried five long balls, completed all five. The switches were essential. A couple of key passes. Um, nine out of 15 ground duels. He was not giving up any ground in midfield. It was quite tenacious. It, you know, we needed to make sure we try and get got the ball back. And I, I thought he was fine. Um, you know, five tackles. He drew us two free kicks as well. 84% pass accuracy when he was being tasked with a lot of dangerous stuff is not too bad. Mm. Um, again, it would have been an eight had he not made that little mistake. I feel like he was gelling quite well with Tonali. And again, I feel like in the context of it, it's Liverpool, it's, it was City, the context of it, if, if Tonali and Bruno can do that kind of stuff against 15 other teams in the Premier League, we will destroy them. Um, and it's nice. It's, it's, uh, there are definitely promising signs there that it looks really, really good. Uh, a few bits of trickery as well, wasn't there? You know, nice bits of trickery. We got, we got away from players, which we haven't yeah. seen recently. Yeah. I'm going with the seven, um, but very similar reasons to you guys. I, I think he's, he's, he's very... Uh, you can see the improvements and, you know... He's getting back to his game, and that's what we want to see. Bruno at his best, and you know, reading the game with Tonali is only going to be for our, our benefit as, as a team and as fans to see them playing together. Uh, right, we'll move on to Jolinton. Uh, Alex, that's a tricky one as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, he he somehow didn't get booked in that game. Well, somebody um, needs to tell me how he didn't get booked in that game because <laughs> I find it absolutely incredible. Hmm. Um, well, what did he do then? Three key passes, decent. He was making runs that Fabian Shea couldn't find, so he was making the runs. Three out of nine ground jewels. Um, come on, Joe, you're stronger than that, mate. Three out of nine. You, you got, I don't know, too many fouls as well. How many fouls did he actually commit? Four. To be fair, so did Bruno. They they committed the same amount of fouls, but Joe Linton's was considerably more. Yeah, the four that were actually blown for. You know, there was a lot yeah. more went on off the ball that Joe Linton exactly. got involved with. Um, you know, de defensive output was okay. 
But however, it was one of those performances where he was better in the second half. As soon as we crit- criticized him, he was a little bit better for a 20 minute period. Um, but we need more from Joe. We need him to be a bit tactically, a little bit calmer. Y- your first touch needs to be better. You need to be in the right place at the right time. He, he-, he did okay, but I guess okay is it. We didn't win the game. I, I think six probably. Uh, I'm going really to I'm, I'm gonna give him a seven. I thought Joe was all right. I, I, I mean, the, the one that made me laugh was when he, he tried to get that cross uh, when that diagonal ball came across in the second half. <laughs> he was running backwards and he just fell over. Oh, yeah, Bless him. <laughs> um, but I, I thought he did some decent things in the game. I thought, again, he didn't look at it last week against Man City, but this week he was, uh, you know, better. He was better. And um, yeah, because it's not Man City. I think that's the only reason. Well, I think yeah, he was but, still sloppy with his first touch and his first pass. It's just that it wasn't Man City we were I playing. I thought he was unlucky. You know, first half he had that shot, which was straight at Allison. He, you could see what he's trying to do. He's trying to bend it in the far corner, but didn't get yeah, the whip on the right. ball. Um, so I, I'm giving him a seven. I, I, I thought he was okay. Billy? In the first half, I'd have given him a five. <laughs> and then we'd, we'd, we'd noticed how, you know, we, we did criticise him, much like the referee against Aston Villa. Uh, he changed his game after that, and he, he was fantastic after that. Some good boosting run to get back and cover uh, mm. three or four occasions. I'm going to give him a six, seven second half, and a five first half, so six in between. Okay. But when uh, it went off, by the way, was was kind of when it went down, went downhill for us. Yeah, yeah, we missed it, but that's the that's the kind of side of the game that uh, the big jaw brings to Newcastle, isn't it? Um, right, Tenali. Uh, I'll start with Tonali. I'm going to give him a nine. I thought he was superb yesterday. And I've, I've seen people saying, oh, he gave the ball away a couple of times. Yes, he did, because he was on the ball that bloody much. He's bound to give it away a couple of times. When, you, when you're controlling the midfield like he did yesterday, he was just superb. And if, if he'd have scored a goal, he would have been a 10. Uh, but it, he was a nine. But what you've got to think of is when, when Tonali gives that ball away, you look at him winning it back. I think a lot of people forget that, that oh, he's, he's given away a couple of times, but he wins it back the majority of the time as well. He goes in and he's not frightened with the rough stuff. He knocked a few of the Liverpool midfielders shoulder to shoulder. He knocked them off the ball yesterday. Very, very strong. Uh, he hit some wonderful passes and I just love the guy already. And I think, you know, him and Bruno now starting to get to each other's game, starting to read each other better. As I said before, that can only benefit the team and for us as fans to view it. It's just going to be fantastic. So, uh, nine for me. Billy? I thought it was best player on the pitch by a country mile. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Physically strong, uh, cultured with his passing, was everywhere the ball was again. You know, I'm going to give him a 10. I thought it was a perfect performance. Okay. Uh, Alex? Well, I'm not going to quite go that high. I'm going to give him a nine, but I agree. I do think he was probably the best player in the park, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um any any question marks over the physicality and ad- adapting to the Premier League are nonsense. His Sorry, physicality... Alex, I'm just going to stop you, right? Because Stoker, 1994, says, if we lose to Brighton, how needs to go? Right, please tell me in the comments, Stoker, why? You know, you've put he needs to go. Why do you think he needs to go if we lose to Brighton? Put an explanation in the comments, please. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, I thought it, physicality was absolutely exceptional. Um, there were a few moments where... He was following the ball and just beating two, three, four players. Quite happy to 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 take on anybody physically. Didn't matter who it was. Normally we'd we'd mark people down for passing accuracy. It was seventy five percent. But I feel like 
if you watch the game, there's context for that. He was appearing on the right wing, on the left wing. He was trying little funny passing sequences. He was the guy that was trying to make things happen, which is why the passing accuracy is a little bit lower. Absolutely fair if he's trying to make things happen. That's what we needed. Um, he he was calm, cool, collected. He scanned well. He knew he understood his surroundings. He was making the right pass. Uh, there were lots of nice switches. You know, it just didn't work with the wide players. The switches were really, really good when they happened. Um, people need to listen to Trippier a little bit more. But, I mean, apart from a goal, I think a goal gives him a 10. A goal really does give him a 10. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Vincent has uh, spoke to an AC Milan fan last night who said Tonali never got subbed off for Milan. Still not sure why he came off. He clearly will be our best midfielder. Um <laughs> It's fair to say, well, it's the, the actual comment has been removed by Mrs. Toon Review, so we'll not read it out, uh, or I'll get a slap when I go back next door. Uh, anyway, um, right, we'll move on to Miguel Almoron. Billy. Tough one to score, because 80% of the time, he was doing his headless chicken act again. Uh, mm. But the other 20% of the time, he was creating stuff. So, he's a tough one to score. That run for the for the, the shot that hit the post was phenomenal, um, but I just think he did more bad than good. So six for me. Yeah, I'm going with a six as well for exactly those reasons, Billy. I think, like we said before, when he doesn't have to think about anything, like that volley, like that good run he made, he's he's fine. But when he's he's got time to think, he's just out of the shop. Uh, Alex, <laughs> this is a real tough one. I'm actually going to give him a seven. Ooh, um, okay. One out of four ground jewels, physically not good enough. It was frustrating. He needs to vary his game. However, he hits the woodwork twice. And I feel like... And, and it wasn't just that he hit the woodwork. Allison put it onto the woodwork. It was a great shot. Like, I, well, That's I what I mean. Like, he had no time to think, did he? You know, M Miggy's done... We say he needs to be a little bit more clinical. Well... He, he pretty much got it there. Uh, and, yeah. and you know, it's Allison that stopped that. It's not that it's not that Miggy did it did anything wrong. He 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 it was a good shot. Um I, I feel like it was probably a five performance, genuinely. However, those two shots, I feel like give him a seven. Because I feel like there's another alternate universe where we're all going, bloody how did you see that goal from Miggy? That was insane. Like I can't there, blame him for that. There was also one that he leaned back and ballooned over oh. and he should have scored. Yeah, well, well, that's why I've said like it was probably a five performance, but when you factor in those two... It... Because oh, I yeah. think, Billy, he, again, going back to it, he had time to think about that one before the ball got to him. Mm. You know, if it was instinct, he probably would have banged that in the back of the net. But because yeah. he had time and waited for the ball, he's completely hashed it up. Um, you know, we used to go on about Joe Linton going, calling him Jigsaw in the box. I mean, Miggy, when he has time to think, but he's again, a, I, feel, a, I feel like Miggy, I feel like the same logic we use with Dan Byrne applies to Miggy. Miggy mm. is absolutely fine against 10 to 15 clubs in the Premier League. He's more than good enough. It's yeah. it's when we're playing Champions League matches or playing the top, top challenging for the top four, he's not quite there. Mm. Um, so he's absolutely fine to be part of the club. He, he just can't start all of the most difficult fixtures in the season, which yeah. is a, a fair point. You know, you don't you don't have to be you know, it's a squad for a reason. Mm. I think effort is now not not a requisite of, of, to be kind of in that side. Now you've got to have more than just effort. Yeah, good point. Right, Anthony Gordon. Uh, I'll start with Gordon. I'm giving him a 10. I can't give him anything less than a 10. He was superb yesterday. And it's not just a 10 for his uh, attacking runs or his goal. 
It's a 10 because he was back in the left-back position numerous times helping out. And minutes later, he was running again with the ball down the left wing. Uh, this is the Anthony Gordon that I think Eddie Howe wanted to sign. You know, he saw the signs in him at Everton, uh, although his Everton career finished on a, a bit of a downward spiral because everything was going wrong for Everton. And uh, it still is. <laughs> um, however, um, I think he's brilliant. I think he's going to be superb for us. And, you know, he's one of those players that he gets you he gets you off your seat when he starts running at defenders because unlike Miggy, you don't know whether Anthony Gordon's going to cut in or go to the byline. You don't know because he can he can put across him with his left. He's done it a few times already. So you don't know which way he's going to go. I just thought he was superb from minute one yesterday. So a, a 10 from me. Alex? I just want to respond to a few comments in the chat about Gordon because a lot of you... Uh, so this is specifically about criticising Eddie Howe. Criticising Howe for subbing him off, criticising Howe for this, that and the other... So many people were saying that Barnes should have started or Isak should go left. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people here with short memories. Yeah. So many people were anti-Gordon. And look how good Gordon was in these two games. He was bought for a set of attributes and now it's being, he's being moulded. And this is what we're getting. So, you know, fair enough. The substitution, cramp, tactical change, we're not sure. We'll never know unless, unless a journalist asks. But... You know, you've got to give Howell the credit for identifying that talent in the first place, because um, this was pre pre scouting network. Like you can see this in the documentary. Like Eddie Howe wanted the player was on the phone to the owners. It's there. Like we can confirm this. Mm. Um, and I thought Gordon again was ten. I agree. Um, he had three shots on target, completed a bunch of dribbles, really careful with the ball, very good offensively. Read the play. You know that was a mature understanding of maybe Trent's not going to, maybe Trent's not going to control this. I'm going to mm -hmm. go for it. Defensive contribution was amazing. Um, the battle with Trent was really, really good. I, I don't know. I, how I, loved, I just love the way 10. he was batting um, the badge when he scored as well. Uh, yeah, he absolutely uh, loved uh, it. Brilliant. I'm, try, um, I'm trying to think of a reason not to give him a 10 and I can't. You can't, Alex. It's got to be a 10. Uh, Peter Rise, Yeah. Peter Rise, and thank you for your five pound super chat. He says, I'm still hurting after that. Uh, Liverpool seem to be in our heads and always somehow get the better of us. Uh, thanks for cheering me up, lads. Top show is normal. Thank you very much, Peter. Really appreciate that. Billy? Yeah, I can remember when we we did our transfer show on Anthony Gordon before we signed him and I felt like I was ploughing a solo throughout saying I wanted him in, in our squad. Mm. Um, the, the kid was a, a bright star for, for Everton in the pool side. Um, and we signed him and I was, I was really pleased we did. Took him time to work himself into this side. He's now in that side and I think he's undroppable now. Mm -hmm. The way he's playing at the moment. Yep. Yesterday was a, a, a prime example of that. You know, he should have had Trent Alexander-Arnold sent off. He contributed to getting uh, Vince, uh, Vincent van Dijk, Virgil van Dijk sent off, and also scored. So it's a 10 out of 10, out of 10 performance. Absolutely. Vincent van Dijk? Who's Vincent van Dijk? A painter, isn't he? <laughs> That's Vincent van Gogh, isn't it? <laughs> Dear me. Uh, right, uh, Alexander Isak. Uh, Alex. I mean, is there any data on him? Well, I wouldn't Key have thought pass, that. two out of five grounders. I feel like he should have done a bit more physically. Um, although whenever he got the ball, there was no there was no pass on. So we needed to help him a little bit more. I feel like 50% of it needs to is not his fault. Um, we needed to, to try and get him into the game a bit more. And then when he received the ball, you need to you need to be open for a pass because he can't do it on his own. 
we've seen we've seen Isak's dribbling ability. You're not going to get much better than Isak's dribbling ability. It's just, he's one of the best there is at dribbling at the moment. Which is why I'm going to ask it: so, Is he better on the left or through the middle? Uh, that's a tricky one. Again, we'll see. How has been asked the same question? It is a tricky one. I mean, I, I'm going to I'll give him a. I think it's a five performance, and he gets a six because he got the red card for Van Dijk, and. But I feel like there's so much that isn't that is not in his control. Like mm. there have been times in the past where we've been generous with Wilson's score because he wasn't getting service. I feel like we've got to be consistent and we've got to be fair to Isak as well. So mm. much of that, like what was he going to do? Does he ignore his his manager and just drop so deep? Like it's it's tough. It's tough to you know what you're going to do. Uh, Fubar Steve says, uh, "Hi guys, uh, just sent you a tweet. Did you know you made it on Paddy Power's fan denial?" One minute forty in. Interesting. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> I know you two were on fan reactions again, but uh, they seem to like our channel on there. Yeah, uh, there's some massive arsehole on there, isn't there? God, <laughs> blimey! A lad in the Philippines, Jesus Christ! Punching the wall, punch. I mean, I... <laughs> incredible. Anyway, Billy. Who was marking Isaac? Yeah, mm. I, I think what Alex says is right. I mean, we did give Wilson. A little bit of leeway. However, I thought Wilson's attitude was a little bit better than Isaac's. I thought he sought yesterday. I thought he sought the week before too, of having no service. Um, <laughs> Sorry, brilliant. Look at this. <laughs> wow. What does that even mean? <laughs> I know. Jesus Christ! Is this a Paraguayan. It, it, it's, that, it's obviously you that's that bit for for not seeing the the you know. We've said some good stuff about Miggy and some criticising, which Miggy, is the kind of game him. he had. Why do you well, hate Hal, though? Hal chooses Miggy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that comment. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. No. What was I saying about Isaac? Yeah, he seemed to be he seemed to be just not in the mood for it. He did get Van Dijk sent off. This is quite mm-hmm. right. Um, but aside from that, I don't know what else he did. Um, so I'm, I'm with Alex. I'm going to give him a six, but I think it's probably probably generous. Yeah, I've gone with a five. Um, I, I, but again, it, it, it's it's one of those fives that you guys have mentioned. You, you just you can't give him sort of a higher mark because he, he didn't really. Do, but then he, he had nothing to to go on. Yes, he had the pass that got Van Dyke sent off, and that was it. Um, I just think he looked a bit off. He just looked a bit lethargic, though. And I, I'm not sure that it might be just me, but a, a few other people that were sitting around me said the same thing. They just thought he looked a bit not quite on it. Um, and, and you said that at Man City in the first half last week, Billy, as well. It's just mm. not closing down, but here, ho. Uh, right, uh, we'll move on to the substitutes now, uh, and we'll start off with Harvey Barnes. Uh, Alex. Um, I mean, there, there were a few comments in the chat earlier that I agree with. We can't have a go at him for, for that one decision-making error. Um, you know, we, we've seen... We've seen it recently. You know, Wilson did it last week, so it happens. Um, how long was he on for? 18 minutes plus added time. Mm, I'm just going to give him a flat five. Mm. Just a flat five. Not really. We didn't really see anything from him. Um, we we could have done with more. The five. I was going to give him a five, but then I remembered the pass that he didn't give to Wilson, so I'm going to give him a four. Um, I just didn't think he was. He didn't do anything. He had a big. He had a huge opportunity coming on when he did, and didn't take it. Billy. Yeah. 
um, to me, dithered. He really dithered, and he could have put the game to bed for us or contributed to that. Uh, I'm concerned about his lack of pace, if I'm honest. He played well against Villa, but since then, he's been pretty poor. Always poor against Man City. I'll give him a four. Uh, well, the, the thing is, as well, is he's he's done that in preseason and he did it against Villa, so we know he's got it there. Um, mm-hmm. But for people yeah, comparing as well, and we understand that Barnes will, will come good, of course he will. He's been bought for a reason, but mm-hmm. he's twenty six, so there is a little bit more of an expectation for him to just be able to do it now. Um, we're not asking him to score every time, obviously nobody scores every game. That's mental. Otherwise, you'd you'd be winning the Golden Boot every season. However. You know, he's not a project necessarily. He's meant to be, he was meant to be one of those signings that's kind of closer to the finished article because of his age. He's not a 21 year old Gordon, he's a 26 year old Harvey Barnes. Mm. So I don't think it's any coincidence that the left back looked weaker with him in front of him, whoever it may have been. Burn or or Target. Uh, I think there's a few Mackhams creeping in the chat tonight, to be honest. Oh, I smelled him sadly. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sean Longstaff. Uh, where do you start with Sean? I just don't think he did anything. I'm going to give him a three. I've, I, I, honestly, I, I just can't give him more. I, I don't know what. I don't know what his instructions were yesterday. I, I don't know what he was doing. Um, and and for that reason, I, I, I just giving him a three, Billy. Well, I can't imagine this, the instructions were going float around like a number 10 and, and try and do little flicks here and there and everywhere. Um, try and nutmeg the keeper with a back heel from across. I don't think mm-hmm. they were in his instructions. Yeah, I, I think his, him coming on the pitch was part of our downfall, if I'm perfectly honest. And I hate saying that because we all love Sean. He was brilliant last season. He's been really poor mm-hmm. this pre-season and in this season. Yeah, I think three's a, it's probably slightly generous, but three, I'm not going to go any lower than that. Alex? Uh, I'm going to give him a four for the same reasons. I mean, four out of four passes, a couple of shots, but they were speculative at best. Uh, and again, it's it's diffi- It's kind of it's really difficult to know what his instructions were because I feel like if, he, if his instructions were solidify the midfield, he, deser- he deserves a one. <laughs> but if, if his, if his yeah. instructions were... If he didn't get much of that kind of tactical in- instruction, he was just told on. If if he was told to go and make a difference, for example, I I don't know. It it, it very much depends on the instruction, as Billy said. It's mm-hmm. I'll give him a four, but it's so subjective. It could be a five. It could be a one based on what was he told. We just don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was no way he was told to go and play as number ten. I doubt oh, it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I very much doubt it. Uh, he just got sucked into wrong positions. It was just awful. It was just awful. Um, but hopefully we'll see better from Sean in the future. Uh, right, Callum Wilson, Billy. I thought he, he manned up. I thought he kind of held the ball up. He was fouled two or three times and not. Uh, the, the fouls weren't penalised. He was manhandled a couple of times off the ball. Hmm. Uh, got a couple of headers in, a, a shank shot. Going to the near post, trying to trying to get us in the game. I thought the effort was there. Uh, the final kind of product wasn't. So I'll give him a five. Yeah, I'm going for a five as well. But simply because, it, again, th- there wasn't many crosses for him. The, the ones the crosses did come in, he tried desperately to get his head on. But there weren't perfect crosses that came in for him. And when that happens, you know, your strikers are starved. Uh, Alex? Yeah, five. Nothing went right that he touched and he knew it. He was angry with himself. He knows he can do better than that. 
it happens. I'll give him a five. We'll move on. He'll do better another game. Uh, Elliot Anderson, of course, came on very late. Um, didn't really impact anything. I'm giving Elliot a six. Uh, you guys six as well for the time he was on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Matt Target. Uh, Alex? I mean, I don't want to be rude about players that are possibly going to be part of the system. Um I haven't really seen a performance I've been okay with since Eddie Howe's first season in charge. I've not seen a performance that I'm okay with. Like we were like, okay, target's looking decent. He's a seven out of ten every every week. He's he's fit enough. He's contributing. Da 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 da. da. And then since that first season with Howe, uh, I don't know where that's gone. I've not I've not seen yeah. one example of that target because hmm. you know. Last season, we saw him in bits and we were like, ah, it'll be fine. It's just because he's not playing much. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. How long are we going to keep saying that for? It's It doesn't look fine anymore. It just looks like he's not at the level and it's really concerning. And I, I hate to use this phrase. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Maybe the Villa fans might be right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's not uh, there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and it really hurts because I like him. I mm. really do. But I don't know. Every t- Again, he's come on really late in a tough game, but He's just got to do better. Positionally, he's never in the right place. We've been exploited mm. so so many times in that sort of between burn and target channel. And it happened in Howe's first season as well. Yeah. Billy? Is he one of these while on loan and playing for contract, he was fine. And as soon as he got the contract, he's turned to shit. Because that's what it seems to me. He's been absolutely diabolical since he's got that He's never looked the same since his injury, to be honest, though. To be fair yeah, to him. He's, 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 yeah, he had that injury. He wasn't against, great. Against Forest. Well, yeah. Forest last year, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's not the level we need at left back. I don't think. I just think he's one of these lower league, lower lower Premier League players. Uh, that's a great professional, um, but not at the standard that we require as a defensive fullback for us and an attacking one at the same time. He's probably better mm. at attacking his defending. Mm. You'll be uh, lucky to stay the season. Yeah, I, I don't think that um, he's been the same player since that injury. Yeah. Um, Three's right. I think three's, three's fair because he's part of the club off that goal also. That's the second goal. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll go for a three as well. Uh, agree with everything you guys have said. Again, uh, say, Neil just said he needs a run of games, but why Why do we not, buy He's not going to get a run of games, let's Chris be honest. Yeah. Um, Lewis Hall, why do we buy Lewis Hall if we're going to give Target yeah. a run of games? Like It just doesn't make any he's, sense. He's, he's, it? he's just, just not going to get a run of games, is he? I think Eddie's probably made his mind up on him. Uh, Frank says, uh, what's positive about playing 10 men at home, one nil up, and lose the game? Embarrassing and pathetic from the players, bottle jobs that can't finish their dinner. Unbelievable, harsh, there are positives because we can see that the way we've played in certain phases, we will beat a lot of other teams. That's but in in the context of the game, yeah, it wasn't good enough. Foxy says targets are falling into that Chris Wood list. He was perfect for fighting against relegation, but now needs to be moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he could be right. And that could be the exactly the way Eddie's thinking, to be honest. Uh, speaking of Eddie, uh, it's time to rate the manager. Alex. Um... Oh, it's a tricky one. I'm going to go with a six. I feel like it was brave to play the same lineup. I feel like it worked in the in the first half. 
we were the better team. The first half was as good as, good as we could get. Um, however, Jordy, second Jordy's, half. Jordy's watered the sports science team at two. <laughs> but yeah, the second half. I feel like he gets a six for for everything that happened in the first in the first half because of you know Gordon and the way we set up and Botman stepping into midfield. There were really good, pretty things happening that were yeah. as a result of Eddie Howe's decision making and choices. But it, he got he didn't get it right in the second half, whether that was shape or and whether it's substitutions as well. So I feel like a six. Billy, four for me. I think he's changed of course as the game. Yeah, I've gone with a four. Uh, I have to say, and I hate doing that because I love Eddie Howe. I love what he brings. I love everything about him. Um, and uh, you know, I think he'll be our manager for years to come, despite what what the Nuggets are putting. Saying, "Oh, you know, he'll be out after he has to go if we lose to Brighton." I mean, Christ on a bike! It just un it it beggars belief that people are actually saying that. You know, let's see where we are 20, 25 games into the season because I pretty much guarantee that none of us will be saying that because we, we'll have found our feet and we'll have got going and things will be things will be great. It'll be great. So just chill. Foxy's point as well. I agree with him there. I think the only change that was really I didn't like was Longstaff for Tenali. I think the other ones are fair. I think that's he, the one he that's, makes them normally and I think most of us would have made them off the most, I think. Yeah, but um, but Bar- Barnes is a new player. He, he's looked good. He scored at Villa. He scored in preseason. There's there's no reason why bringing Barnes on should be a bad decision. And I guarantee ninety percent of you would have agreed with me before the game. After the game, a lot of people could be like, "No, I wouldn't have brought Barnes on." But Barnes was fine. He's looked great. Like nobody could have predicted he'd have come on. And you know, it's just one of those. And the Botman injury uh, forced his hand with the target substitution. That's not his well, fault. Well, he had no choice with that one. Uh, Fahad, thank you for your 729. What's AED, Billy? Arab Emirates Dino. Is it? Okay, thank you. Uh, done with Burn. Uh, we can't be fighting top four with him. Uh, can can we just Fahad. say he put a super chat in yesterday very late? We didn't we didn't catch it. So thanks for that yesterday. It's also Fahad. Yes. And we apologize you, for not getting out on time. Really appreciate that. Um, Right, there you go, guys. Uh, that is it for the match review. You've had over an hour and a half of us tonight, which is uh, mm-hmm. a little bit different. But uh, hey, listen, tonight's show was always going to be a little bit on the spicy side, uh, but everybody's friends at the end of it, uh, apart from a couple of silly people in the chat um, who are probably Mackhams, it has to be said. Uh, but if you have enjoyed this show, guys, please don't forget, before you leave, Hit the thumbs up button. Uh, tell every, tell YouTube that something stupendous is happening on this channel and it will keep us up there in the algorithms, etc. And also, if you're new to the channel and you like what you've seen, hit the subscribe button. Help us on the way to 23,000. And don't forget to hit the notification bell, which will let you know when we upload or go live in the future. Uh, you can, of course, become a member of the Tune Review by hitting that join button just underneath the three of us. And we also have Patreon available if you want to go and listen to some extra podcasts from the Tune Review. Uh, and uh, that is it. Thank you very much for all your super chats and your new memberships tonight. Thank you to the Mod Squad. Thank you to Billy and Alex. But as usual, thank you to you guys out there. Well over 1,100 watching at one stage, which is absolutely fabulous for a Monday night. Thank you so much again for all your support. And we'll see you again tomorrow. In the meantime, good night. I wear the lads and lasses. Come back and check on some green.